Welcome to the Sugar Rebels Keto and Life Hacks podcast, and this is your host, Anna Dornier. In this podcast, I share groundbreaking information in the areas of the ketogenic diet, biohacking concepts, and my top tips on how to adapt the right mindset that will ultimately help you become more successful in not just improving your health, but ultimately your life. Welcome, welcome, guys. Thank you guys for being here. All right. I think we're live on Facebook. Yay. It says we're live. Come, everyone. It's day two. So hopefully you guys had some great takeaways from yesterday. Um, our session with Adam, so, so powerful. Um, he gave some very practical strategies that everyone can basically um, do right away. They got off of the, the video. So today, I look forward to um, having Kat Timmons. Um, you guys have seen, um, you know, what she's about um, in the email that I sent out yesterday as a pre I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm excited for you guys to talk about her story um, because it's powerful and I'm, I'm so excited for you guys to just be inspired by it because I think that, you know, you know, I think I speak for a lot of people that are doing this challenge right now. I think we're up to 65 people now, which is awesome. Um, yeah. And our goal is for you guys to have your breakthrough. And I think that you guys can all relate both, um, Kat's story and my story as well. Um, in terms of, you know, where you guys are right now, if this is your first time, like really becoming aware of, um, you know, this thing called sugar addiction, which is very real, <laughs> you know, for some of us more real than others, right? Hey, Miss Cheryl, Raymond, Nadia, um, Miss Gretchen, nice to see you guys. Okay, so um, let's start, Kat, with um, just kind of talking about your story. I know they have a little bit of background, but like just unfold and like you know don't hold back <laughs> where did it all start <laughs> all of me all at once here we go <laughs> for, sure, for sure um well first of all i'm a high school math teacher right now and a worship leader at my church and um just in in my journey i i'll just be honest hi my name is kat and i was a sugar Alcoholic. <laughs> um, I, oh my gosh, I think like every waking moment of my thought process involves food in, in some way or another. And sugar was definitely on the forefront of my mind. Um, growing up, I always ate those sugary cereals, you know, like scraped in the bottom of the bowl, all the sugar. And like that was the best part of the, the breakfast <laughs> meal, you know? For like, sure. What was your healthy breakfast? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you know. <laughs> And, uh, one of my favorite cereals <laughs> exactly yeah um anything with like tons of sugar that you could scrape from the bottom of the bowl um but in that you know i to me that was like a normal childhood you just you grew up and ate all the sugar and desserts and and everything and so i just had this obsession with sugar like so much so that i didn't even realize that it was an obsession i just thought it was how everybody ate and um oh gosh Unfortunately, it is how everyone. It really is, and that's what makes me sad. Which is why I'm so excited to like be able to share this with everybody. Um, but you know, despite all of that, and I remind me, I have to share with y'all my Oreo story because it's 
quite funny and it's really Definitely. sad. Definitely. <laughs> it's really sad. Um, but so growing up, you know, I just had, I just, I just loved food and I loved desserts and was so active. I was always active. And so I never had like weight issues with it. Um, but my body just at some point wasn't able to, um, like withstand all of the sugar. And when I was 15, I got mono and that just completely wrecked my immune system. Um, I, you know, at 15, I don't know if any of you have had mono before, but it's just, it's horrible. You just, you can't stay awake, you can't sleep. And it just, it tears your immune system up. And um, after I got over that, I just, I noticed that I started having sensitivities to scents, smelly things, um, being around uh, any place where people were smoking cigarettes or um, just any type of allergen if you will even if it wasn't a real allergen like pollen or something like that it was just I developed sensitivities and I remember sitting in my high school graduation just miserable I had this horrible headache and was so I just I didn't even want to be there it was awful I didn't want to go to the after party like I didn't want to do anything um but what I what I came to realize in all of that was that I was having sinus infections and it was as, as I was healthier in my younger years, I was able to fight that off um, and not need antibiotics. But as I got older and quit working out, you know, and quit taking care of myself, really, work kind of got in the way. And you're like, huh, I, I, don't, I can be lazy. I can do what I want. Um, yeah. I, I didn't work out. And so my immune system just, it just tanked. And I was on antibiotics probably like every two months because I was having just chronic sinus infections and um I guess it was like 2005 I went to an ENT and got allergy testing uh it was the one where they like prick all your uh you know the things on your arms and, and do all of that and it came back negative and I, I don't even understand how that's possible I'm allergic yeah. to something I'm constantly right. having sinus infections constantly getting sick and um but they were like no you're not allergic to anything so it was basically, that's frustrating yeah it is it was super frustrating and and i kind of i well not kind of i did i got depressed in all of that and it's like i don't i don't want to live a life like this anymore you know uh so i went later on like fast forward a whole bunch i, I went later on and had testing again um it was actually like 2015 2016 when i had when i got tested again and they did a blood test this time and they they said the same thing like there's nothing that you're allergic to and i'm like how is this even possible like you guys are just crazy you're the wrong <laughs> doctors <laughs> i'm blaming all the doctors you know i'm like this is not possible um but that's when my my mindset just kind of changed i thought you know i i'm not even i wasn't even 40 at that time and i was so chronic sinus infections every two months on antibiotics um I, and that it was with taking antihistamines um like nasal spray decongestants all the time all day long i mean that was my routine sometimes i would even take two antihistamines um like uh, like one zyrtec every day and then maybe a claritin or a singular or something like that to, to help offset it and um Sorry, my story's kind of like back and <laughs> forth. So if you guys get lost, I'm so sorry. That's um, totally cool. But in, in 2008, um, I got mono again. And so what happened in the 
we got tested second time, but then we're back in this little time space right here in between the first and second testing. And, and I just realized, you know, that I can't live my life like this. And I started doing some research and learned that like with mono, your histamines are already overactive in your body. And I thought, well, there's something that's causing it then, you know, there's something that is creating these histamines to be at an elevated level. And then whenever some allergen does come in, my body is just completely overreacting. Like it just can't even process it anymore. It's already overloaded basically. Yeah, totally. And with that, you know, I started rebuilding my immune system through vitamins and supplements and things like that. Um, But really it was, um, it was like 2015, 16, Where's that date? Sorry, y'all. I have no excuse. <laughs> and I have like huge squirrel brain. So I apologize. Um, but yeah, so like 2016 is when I, I started. I don't know if you've heard the book. It starts with food. No, I haven't. It's from the people that do the Whole30 diet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I read that. And so like I had the information on mono and the histamine level and that book like really transformed my life because it explains that you know long story short when food like sugars and and the high fat foods when they come into our body all the time um our cells in our body just basically don't know how to process it anymore they get so saturated with that stuff that they're like no vacancy sorry i I can't take you in and all of those foods that we consume have to go in those cells and then go through uh, that clean cleaning and cleansing process before they get to our bloodstream. Yeah. So if we're like taking that in and it can't go in those cells, they're like, sorry, no room. Then it goes straight to the bloodstream. And so then that clicked. I was like, oh, okay. That's why the histamines are always like on high alert because they're not even being processed anymore. You know, the food's yeah. not even processed. Um, and just to kind of, um, uh, talk about that it's the combination of high carb and high fat yes. yeah yes. yeah yeah sorry yeah no <laughs> i'm yeah, definitely not the expert in that <laughs> area but sure that's that what i remember from the book <laughs> yeah every, i just want to make sure that they, they they don't get confused with that go ahead yes no that's great sorry thank you yeah um but okay so where was i um you were talking about the histamines and you know it's already overloaded they can't process it Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'll keep you moving forward. This is great. I appreciate it. Um, So yeah. So then I'm thinking about this and one of my friends, she had told me, she's like, you know, you should really consider, you know, doing a whole 30 type of diet or something. And, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not that person, you know, and I just, I don't like doing diets to be honest with you. And, um, I just was being stubborn really. And she's like, well, have you considered, you know, sugar, just stopping sugar, you know? And I thought, well, maybe I could do that and remind you, you know, sugar and sweets are my thing. Like we wake up for breakfast and it's like, oh, what could I have after my breakfast for a sweet, you know, <laughs> Even, yeah. you know, after the cereal. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and what I... snack could we have that involved yep. chocolate and all yep. the things? Um, but she actually so this friend of mine she prayed over me because one time i was just in that dark space where i had another sinus infection it was so horrible and she prayed for me and uh there was something that lifted 
that night when she prayed for me and uh, you know, a mindset changed in me. And I thought, you know what, if it is sugar, then I, I, I could at least try it. Right. My dad always told me, he's like, just try it once. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, my, my church does, uh, 21 days of prayer and fasting every January. And then they do 21 days of prayer and feasting <laughs> in August. <laughs> so, but it, you know, I decided to do sweets. And so for 21 days, I fasted sweets. And that was the, really the first time that I realized what was going on in my body, you know, and coming out of that, I still, you know, after that 21 days, I felt great, but I still wanted that sugar. And I still wanted that. I just wanted, um, I think it was an emotional response really yeah. to, to eating it. That I was A habit. Of, yeah. A habit. Yeah. And there were, there were just a lot of things that I needed to break in, yeah. in that process. Um, but you know, God, God was good and he began working on me and, um, he just continually said, you know, reminded me, he's like, remember what that felt like. Remember how good you felt, you know, and just lifting me up and just reminding me that I'm better than that. And I can do more if I would just, you know, overcome this. And so, um, it was about a two to three year process of just on and off fasting. And like each time that I fasted, I, it, I took it to a different level. You know, yeah. like the first time we fasted sweets, just to kind of see everything involved. But then I'm like, okay, do I really have to give up my chocolate? <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, I agree to fast um, dessert, but I still want my chocolate. And then, you know, so that brought me up a level. And then it was, uh, you know, I want to, I want to fast sweets, and I want to fast milk chocolate. You know, because dark chocolate has less sugar in it. Right. Still not the best for me, but it has less. And so I just continually increase this process of let's eliminate this one. Let's eliminate this now. Let's eliminate this. And um, that just really freed me. You know, it really, it, it helped to break that mindset and break those emotional triggers, break the habitual eating of it. Um, and then it got to a point where, uh, you know, things like carrots tasted sweet to me and I thought wow that's insane you know and then it just like all the fruits and vegetables that needed extra sugar (laughs) in order to be able to eat them they just became so good and all of these sweets and the 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 treats and cookies and everything I just started being repulsed by them yeah um and is it okay if I go ahead and share my Oreos Story. For yeah. sure, for sure. But before you go there, though, yeah. I have a question. So, yeah. this all started basically from when you had mono. By the way, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Sharon, yeah. Sherry, Glenna, Judy, nice to see you guys. Um, so, it, it got triggered when you had mono when you were 15. So, mm-hmm. when do you feel like you really got set free from it? When you started working on it, you know, this two to three year process, when did that three year process kind of like you know yeah how long was that yeah so it's 2020 and I think the um the two to three year process started in 2016 so it's really been I guess you know four four years now yeah um, that that God's been working on on me for that 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm 43 and I was 15 when I got yeah. mono. So, and, and it was a good 20, 20, 25 year battle. Um, wow. Dealing with the chronic sinus infections. And um, I just really got to a point where I'd kind of given up. You yeah. Know? I, I had even uh, gotten to a point where I stopped being um, active, like going out and doing things with my friends and my family because it didn't matter where I was. If there were perfumes around, I couldn't be there. If there were, you know, to even walk down the laundry aisle at, at Walmart, I had to hold my breath, wow. you know, and it would almost cause an asthmatic reaction in yeah. me. Um, I ended up getting an inhaler because of it wow. and just all kinds of crazy stuff. And Crazy because hey Miss Renee, um, because a lot of people that are listening to your story right now, they're probably not making the connection. Like if they have allergies, if they have asthma attacks, they might think that oh, this is just something that I've always had since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, or it's something that my mom has, or it runs in the family or right. something, and can't do anything about it, right? But when in reality, it's like, you know, I was watching this documentary on Amazon. Uh, I forgot what it was, but it, it kind of went through the history of like what, um, the food pyramid that we have right now that's issued mm. by the FDA introduced uh, that just created like a whole slew of like health issues that we're now experiencing now. Mm-hmm. Um, like we don't know or like we refuse to. <laughs> we refuse to face the fact that it is causing, yeah. you know, these these issues in us. Like it may not be presenting itself as a sinus infection or or, or as allergies or an asthma mm-hmm. attack, but maybe in some way, shape, or form, whatever illness um, you're experiencing could be connected to that because it is inflammation, right? It's causing that Absolutely. inflammation response in our body. So um, I just want to kind of like make that connection. For others, like if they're not experiencing the symptoms as you have, or they didn't have mono that triggered yeah. all of this, right? Because part of um, what you were going through as well was that um, you were also on antihistamine, and then you had your inhaler and then antibiotics, and so that's a lot to process. And then combine that if eating a standard diet, right? Then it's like wow, like that's a lot for our body to handle all at yeah. once. And no wonder it's hard for us to recover and heal, you know? So, yeah. um, and then I want to um, also make sure that people understand that when you say fast, that you basically not having that specific food. It wasn't like yeah. you fasted for 21 days. Yeah, no, 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 no. I still ate. <laughs> right, right, right. So I just want to make sure that they knew that. So when, yeah. when Kat says a fast, um, sugar fast, chocolate fast, basically not having that specific groups of food for 21 days but still having you know like protein and you know mm-hmm. and fat oh yeah so, awesome so yeah I would hear what your Oreo story is I haven't heard this before so it's gonna be a treat <laughs> for, for me and for everyone hey Miss Patty hey for um so thank you guys for tuning in um we're with Kat today if you guys have any questions for her at all just drop them in the comment section and we'll be sure to take care of you guys so tell us your Oreo story Okay, so this is how bad, like, Oreos, Oreos were my life, right? And I would open, and they had to be double stuffed. And so <laughs> I would open up the package, and I literally could see myself consuming the entire package of Oreos. 
I loved them so, so much. Um, that one day, um, I thought, this is ridiculous. I cannot sit here and eat like a whole package of Oreos <laughs> because I knew better, for one. I knew I would make myself sick. So I came up with a rule, like being the math geek that I am, um, <laughs> I decided that I would just make up my own set of rules here, right? A foolproof, foolproof method, you know, for not overeating. Um, and okay, so here's the rule. You could only take like a certain amount and you could only like grab that certain amount one time, right? And the certain amount had to be an odd number. <laughs> it, you could choose one cookie, three cookies, five cookies or seven cookies. Like if we were having a really bad emotional day, we could go for the seven. But we had to decide ahead of time that that's what we were gonna do, right? And so then if you went back uh, to get another one, like you couldn't because there was another rule that said you can't eat an even number of, of cookies. Ah. And so if you went back and got an odd number, you add those together and it's always an even number. Right. So I really had to think about how Oreos I needed firsthand <laughs> the first time around. It was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, that but, is. But now, but it worked, right? Yeah, it did work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back in my sugar days. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And um, so tell us a little bit about your experience because a lot of the people here either you know um, are not. Uh, but you know we're we're talking about kind of you're lowering your carb intake taking out all stuff rice the pasta the potatoes the cereals um it, basically everything that's gonna just gonna like shoot your insulin levels up and i'll talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that um like really quickly right and that's ultimately what all of those starchy carbohydrates are gonna do right the pastas mm -hmm. Um, so like, tell me kind of like what was going through your mind and what your experience was. Um, hey, Christina, um, and when you went into, um, that 21 day fasting from sugar and, and chocolate, let's just talk about to that fast forward where you took it to the next level, like ultimately got rid of like basically a lot of the things that like you lived off of, right? For yeah. Most of your life. Yeah. Well, I think the, the biggest thing um, was the why, like the reason why. Um, and, you know, I mentioned that I was a, I'm a worship leader at my church and all of the, the drainage that I would have from just the histamines being super high in my body. And um, it, it prevented me from being able to sing and to sing well. Um, and it also meant that, you know, if I, if I did get a sinus infection, then I may not be able to sing, or if it turned into bronchitis, then I wouldn't be able to sing. And like, I, I love to sing. Like that is what I love to do. Absolutely. And that right there was my, my why that I, I was like, I have to be well so that I can do this. You know, it's not right for me to just keep living haphazardly if you will, and just kind of go on and be stubborn and not, not address the issues that are going on. And so going into every, every fasting period, like that, what was always, that was always on my mind. It's just like, why am I doing this? I'm yeah. doing this because if I don't, I'm not going to be able to sing anymore. And yeah. it, you know, I had that taken away from me for a period of time, um, because of TMJ and, and other things, but, um, that's really what motivated me to just to hang in there and you know it's like 
the first couple of days, you don't have sweets. You're just kind of like, ah, whatever. But then, you know, day seven, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have 14 more days of this. What? <laughs> I can't do this. What did I sign like, up for? <laughs> yeah. You, like, start freaking out, and you're like, wait, refocus. Okay, why are we doing this? We're doing this because we need to sing, you know, like, yeah. okay, all right, we can do this. You can do this. You can hold out for 14 more days. You've held out for seven. It's a third of the way through, you know? Yeah. Um, so really just changing my mindset to, to focus on why I'm doing it. Um, and then even outside of the 21 days, you know, I would, I would start to feel the effects of, you know, when I would eat sugar again Yeah. and I would start to feel those effects. And it's like, it was like the 21 days was the the stronghold to like, okay, I'm just going to push through it. I'm going to barrel through it, you know. But in between those six months uh, when we weren't doing that at church, it was it was me being more aware of how my body feels and me being more aware of what I'm putting into my body and then making conscious decisions like, oh, I ate that and now I feel horrible. Yeah. And let's not do that again. For you know? sure, for sure. And for just sure. like I said, every time it was like one level, it was just, we just leveled up every single time to the point where I am now where, you know, I haven't had anything for the last two months since Christmas. And I'm like, okay. Think about it. It's not even, it's a non-issue now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, yeah. and one thing I didn't point out um, is that I, I'm not taking any medicines anymore. I, I used essential oils to transition from going from the medicine to not being on medicine at all, but I'm not on, I'm not taking any essential oils on a regular basis. I'm not taking medicine on a, on a regular basis. I have not had a sinus infection in over a year now. So it has that made amazing. a huge, huge difference. Yeah. yeah. So huge. So huge. Okay. So, um, there was something, so like, I love about your why, right? You, reminding yourself of that because this goes hand in hand with what um, Adam was talking about yesterday you know mm -hmm. being aware and then having a purpose um, in, in having basically a replacement habit to whatever those habits were because I think that's very helpful right um, and then also you're kind of adding to that where like you know what's your what's your purpose um, because you won't really commit to something right unless unless have no reason um, to move forward and continue because it does get hard, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can't like, you know, um, say and, and be honest with everyone and say that it's it's, it's going to be easy. It's not. It's never right. easy. Right? Right. <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you guys, you know, that, that everyone that's watching right now um, that, hey, Miss Joanne, um, now that you, um, you know, you decided to, to do this challenge, Today's topic is going to be about basically taking out all the white stuff, um, taking out all the, the sugar um, and all the starchy carbohydrates um, and just using the carbs list in, in the file section um, of can have basically all that you can have during our 10 days together. Um, and it's going to be hard. You're going to have withdrawal symptoms, right? Oh, yeah. Did you experience any withdrawal <laughs> symptoms? So talk a little bit about that. Oh, I would get headaches and, and you, you get cravings. I mean, yeah. serious, hardcore, like I've never been on drugs or addicted to drugs or anything right. like that, but I can only imagine, you know, that it's, that it's similar. 
um, in, sure. in the fact that your brain is so fixated on, on just what it's used to that to transition off of that, your brain's like, hold on. <laughs> I think we have some, you know, rearranging to do. And you're like, no, we're moving forward with this. And you're, it's just war, you know? Yes. It's your war. Brain. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I, but really the hardest part was just convincing myself that, um, or convincing my brain, I should say, that it's not what I need. It's really not what I need. You know, despite the headaches, the headaches come and then they go. Yeah. The, you know, the physical effects of that are, I would say, pretty minimal. At least they were for me. Yeah. Um, but it was just that long, long-term being aware of how I felt um, when it was like reintroduced after a long period of time of not having it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Um, you guys that are going to come off of this today, um, hopefully, you guys are already started, but this this tip is going to be for tomorrow. But as you go tomorrow, start to kind of plan your day. Um, go through the file section and um, look at the food list if you haven't already. Um, and go out there and focus on just having, you know, basically vegetables and, you know, minimal fruits from, you know, berries, basically strawberries, um, raspberries, blackberries, all the high antioxidant, low carb fruits that um, that you can have and focus on having that and um, away from, you know, starchy carbohydrates. And, you know, you can expect, you know, what Kat was talking about, which is, you know, you, you could experience headaches and you could experience some nausea even, right? Um, and then eventually your body's going to want to steer you back into um, you know, having the sugar because that's what you've been used to for so long, right? I used to uh, be able to finish a whole chocolate cake by myself. I'm talking about like the round chocolate cake. And this was like about four years into my fitness business. And I'm like, this can't be, <laughs> this can't be what I'm doing right now behind, you know, behind closed doors. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't fun at all. It was just, um, miserable. Um, and so let me just kind of unfold for, for everyone that is watching right now or in the, the people that are going to watch the replay later on what's happening in our body whenever we consume carbs. And you may, um, you remember whatever you read from that book that you read and you can feel free to add, um, anything that maybe comes to mind, um, as I explain this, um, basically whenever we are constantly eating carbs, um, or constantly, like I mentioned earlier, spiking that insulin response, especially if it's like a starchy carb, like straight up sugar, desserts, um, white stuff like rice and pastas and breads. Um, ultimately, it's going to spike our insulin levels. And it's also going to drop pretty fast because carbs are quick sources of energy. Um, and so with that drop, so you're going to have that spike. It's going to cause some inflammation because it's not something that our handle all the time and then it, we're gonna have that crash about 20 minutes later right this is yeah. like why if we eat something carby it's like we don't really feel satisfied like you know from the from a deep satisfaction standpoint it's more like a kind of like a high if you want to think about it that way right and then you get this crash um, and then you get hangry hungry and yeah. angry at the same time right <laughs> and then you want more and more and more and then it becomes this fish um, and so in the absence, uh, and, and on top of that, before I move forward to like what happens when we take out carbs, 
Um, on top of that, when we're constantly doing that, um, yes, if we're in court, um, repeating those habits, right? And we're kind of um, making those habits more solid. And then at the same time, whenever insulin is high, um, we're also storing body fat because whenever insulin is high, um, that's also called storage where we're storing energy and we store in a form of fat. Um, so that's what um, Kat was talking about when she was mentioning, um, you know, high fat, high carbs. There's no more room in our cells. So in the, say if you're, and we'll talk about more fats later on in the challenge, but in the absence of carbs, we're now able to lower the insulin response, which means now we're going to dig into our storage, which is our body fat. So ultimately, we want to burn the body fat that we because that's ultimately the purpose of storing body fat is to use it later for energy, right? But we're not able to access it because we're constantly filling our, our tanks up, right? Um, and we're not really able to tap into our stored anything. Um, and so as you lower your carb intake, um, you find just like when Kat realized it, probably maybe on day five, day seven, probably even day 10, that you're gonna start to um, feel that that balance in blood sugar, where you know those cravings are not gonna be as intense and the the um, the hunger is not gonna be as intense, and then you're gonna see uh, and feel your your mood stabilize, your sleep even improve, right? And um, like with cat, like if you're experiencing any aller uh, allergic reactions infections of any kind I'm pretty sure that that's also going to go down because it's just ultimately less stress on your body in general right and then you're giving your body that time to like be able to process um, you know in the absence of carbs without the insulin, the insulin spikes right um, to, to be able to heal and start to access that stored body fat eventually as you know we go through this challenge so um, you have anything to add to that? Uh, maybe from what you remember from the book? Um, no, that was that was really it. Um, you know, the book explains that, um, like they call them like super fats and super sugars or something like that. And we we've like increased our capacity by consuming all of the high fat and high sugar foods that we can we increase our capacity our body's capacity to be able to handle those things so it's like i just picture this you know big balloon or something that's holding all of this stuff and it's just like more 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 and and when we eat foods like uh you know fruits and vegetables and stuff those don't taste good to us because that capacity we have now it's like those are just little tiny little drops that are being put inside when you eat the fruits and vegetables and so they don't taste good our our body wants like those big mega foods and they just like yes drop it all in you know right um and when when we have that increased capacity for like these mega foods like things just don't taste good and so that's why we crave just more and more and more of those high fat and high sugar foods um i should probably just say high carbs um but that that was one thing that that really stood out to me in the book was just wow I've, I've trained my body to do this I've trained yeah. my body to act this way you know and so but then it was also freeing because if I can train it to act that way then I can untrain it and to retrain it 
you know, yes. to enjoy the right food. And so now, like I was saying, carrots are sweet to me. You know, when I want right. something sweet, sometimes I'll just go grab a carrot. That sounds crazy, but it right. tastes so good, you know? Yeah. You've retrained your body. You've retrained your taste buds. Um, mm -hmm. And like you said, you, you've done it to the other way for a long time, but you were able to turn around in a shorter time, right? right. Because maybe two, two or three years seems long. You've been suffering from it for 25 years. Like, oh, yeah. that is like a, a drop in the bucket, right? Right. Um, and, and, and yeah, you're retraining your taste buds. I'm glad you mentioned that again because your taste buds do change. You crave different things once you change these things internally. But, you know, the thing is, we have to be intentional first, right? Mm -hmm. Especially these first 10 days, 21 days, 30 days. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what you're undoing is years and years of habits. Um, mm -hmm. To be kind of patient with ourselves and give ourselves yeah. grace. Like what, you know, hey, let's, let's just worry about to and worry about our, you know, our, our options, our choices day and you know let tomorrow worry about itself like we, we don't have room for that right yeah. so we'll talk about stress management as well later on um and so uh what was i gonna say and so you know tomorrow you guys when you um you know start to become more intentional taking out the garbage is what dr uh what dr heather Carden calls it um she calls it garbage carbs that are garbage right um, as we take out the garbage um, and, you know, we go out there intentionally choose, it's actually very easy, much than we think, to be able to make that choice because there's options now. There's so much awareness now as far as this low-carb approach. Um, and, you know, there's also more awareness as to, like, carbs are actually instead of fats which used to be what we thought was the culprit to heart disease and diabetes and all that, right? Um, and so as you go out there, um, th it's really easy to do this when you, let's say, even if you're eating at just the office or school cafeteria, um, you know, you can grab a protein and a vegetable and just if the meal that you're getting came with rice or whatever it is, just say, don't even give it to me, just give me extra vegetables, right? It's going to feel uncomfortable at first, um, but over time, the more you do that, like you said, right, you're going to start to retrain your body, your taste buds, your mind, and everything else, and it will kind of start to snowball on the good the good side, right? Um, so we have some comments, I just want to read them real quick. Um, what is the best time to eat if I do a small dose? the day the last few days okay i think this is for the reboot so miss patty i will um reply to you later on because i don't want to confuse everyone <laughs> so we're on the 10 day break free from sugar challenge um i'll answer in the reboot um for the group chat and um so any final thoughts kind of close this out and give them kind of like homework to do hmm. homework what is your next step you know, and like beyond this 10 day challenge, like everybody, everybody's in a different stage and a different level. Um, yeah. But it's like not worrying. It's like that whole like stay in your own lane type of thing. You know, yeah. don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Um, just focus on what you're doing and know that it's okay if somebody else makes a different choice. 
it's okay if somebody else is doing something completely opposite. It's okay if people don't agree with what you're doing. Yeah. Like you are ultimately responsible for you. And so you just have to do what is best for you and just not try to conquer the mountain all in one day. Yeah. Um, it is a process. And the more you, you pay attention and stay in tune with your body, like you can get through it, you know? Yeah. And just having someone there to, to champion you on and, and hold you accountable is, is just, like, I've really held myself accountable, but it was nice for, like, my husband, he's like, oh, wow, you, you haven't had chocolate in a while. Or, you know, like, when people started seeing that um, and just kind of affirming what I was doing, it was really nice. So sharing with your friend or someone that you trust um, and just letting them, you know, support you. Yeah, somebody that will support you. I love that you yeah. said that um, as far as the comparison game. Because if basically, if we're comparing ourselves to another person, um, it, it, it's a losing proposition, right? Yeah. Because yeah. And then if, if they don't understand why we're doing this, right? If they don't have that specific why that you've set for yourself, um, and then they're doing something completely different, they have a different way of approach to their nutrition, um, it's just going to be kind of like politics or religion. Like, you can't really, like, you know, um, argue with somebody if you have, like, different beliefs. Let's just kind of agree to disagree, right? Yeah. Um, and and support each other in what, whatever we decide. And I, I love that you mentioned the comparison game. Ultimately, what I tell people is um, if you, this is the first time you're doing this or maybe you've failed in the past and you're trying again, just compare yourself to yourself because that's yeah. really the only comparison you can make, right? Yeah. You know, how can I make better decisions? How can I make um, better choices moving forward? Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I um, continue to improve instead of relapse, right? And then again, yeah. you know, giving yourself um, when it, it doesn't, you give in or cave in and just restart mm-hmm. like right away, right? Yeah. So. That's awesome. So for everyone, hey, Tony, um, for everyone that is um, on right now or watching the replay later on, your homework for tomorrow is to make sure that go through the food list um, and just eat the carbs that are in the um, carbs list and, you know, intentionally take out the carbs from your meal choices tomorrow. Um, And even if, like I said, even if you didn't prepare anything, even if you go to a fast food place, I promise you, you can find low carb options now um, because this is so, um, it's taking off and it's just becoming more, there's more awareness about, about just low carb in general, not just, not, not even keto, but just the, 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 the health benefits of going low carb in general. I think that's, that's the one thing that's like starting to kind of take hold. Um, so that is pretty much all for today. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Kat, again, for your time and sharing your story. Um, if you guys have like, yes, you're welcome. And um, if you guys have questions for Kat, just be sure to drop them in the comment section. It's just in the group. Um, so if she has, if she sees it and it's a question specific to her, I'm sure that she will get to that and um, I'll help her as well. We'll tag team it. Um, thank you for being here, for sharing your story with us and your breakthrough with us. And um, oh, do you have like anything that like maybe they 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 um, can get from you or like you know I don't know like do you have anything that you want to take them 
Not yet. Okay, not yet. <laughs> it's okay. all in the work, but not yet. Yeah. Okay, sounds yeah, good. I appreciate it though. I'm just excited to be able to share and I really haven't even shared it that much. Um, yes. My friends and family know, but to be able to share it with people that I don't know, it's just exciting to me. So for sure. I just appreciate them. Uh, you, you all who are watching, I, I thank you for listening. And so hopefully this makes an impact in your life. And thanks for sharing. Everyone needs to hear your story. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you again. Enjoy your night. And thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Keto and Life Hacks. Be sure to tap on the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. And while you're at it, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes if you found value in my show or simply tell a friend who can benefit from it. You may also visit my website at thesugarrebel.com for some awesome and free keto resources. For information on how to find me on Instagram and Facebook and to ask me your keto and biohacking questions directly. Be sure to check in regularly for the newest episode. I'll see you soon.